Welcome back. Rabix has shrugged off the impact of the tough economic environment. During the interim period, the group delivered a 14.5% jump in revenue, while headline earnings per share increased by 19.4%. And joining me now to unpack the performance is the company's CEO, Felicia Msiza. Thank you so much for your time, Felicia. Now, a solid showing from Rabix once again under a shaky macroeconomic environment. But... You know, even even with that, there was also the exclusion of the Bait Bridge project, which uh, helped you in uh, the previous uh, reporting periods. Where would you say your defense lies? Good afternoon, Zinati. Yes, we are extremely pleased to be able to release this kind of results. You know, as you've said, against the headwinds that we've actually, you know, encountered. That includes, you know, inflationary pressures and load shedding, which has actually affected our quarry operations. So the main contributors um, to this solid performance, obviously, number one is Baoba Resources, our mining company, which has actually performed extremely well during this period. And we're expecting the similar performance in the next six months. And secondly, our Western Australia operations those are going very well. I mean, previously we reported to the market that we are doing well in that area. And I'm still pleased, you know, to report back that we've been able to maintain good margins in Western Australia. And lastly, the performance of our projects on the KZN corridor. We're executing well, and that has actually translated into good profit margins for this reporting period. Well, I actually want to talk about those uh, profit margins because the group operating margin uh, narrowed to 7.4%, slightly from 7.5%. But I mean, just looking at that little bit of pressure, was that all the construction materials division? Slightly, yes, you are correct. Um, so if you look at the materials division, as I've said, mm. you know, the headwinds that we have experienced in that division Load shedding, obviously the impact on the bottom line is quite visible. You know, when we, we see lower levels of load shedding, we're able to ramp up our production in terms of the commercial quarries. So there was a stage this year where we experienced significant load shedding around stage six, which has, you know, affected our production. And then inflationary pressures in terms of input costs, we have seen the increase in terms of diesel prices, and some of that you are unable, you know, to pass back to the end user. So you need to be able to absorb that within your margins. So that's where the margin pressure has been. Mm. Well, talking about pressure, how much pressure is the lower PGM pricing exerting on, on some of your operations? So, Zinati, we are quite fortunate because if you look at our Baoba operations, number one, Cockfontaine mine, which is an open cast mine. Previously, we were actually mining on PGMs, but we've actually moved away into the north and southern pits, which now is focusing on chrome. And as you know, the price of chrome has been quite positive. So we've been able, you know, to generate more profits based on the north and southern pits that we are mining chrome. Similarly, in terms of our Moelec mine, the same in terms of chrome prices, we've been able to benefit on that. And also the rent dollar exchange rate has been to our favor as well. Ah, all right. Are you still experiencing significant pressure when it comes to uh, logistics uh, constraints in the country? 
Not necessarily. I mean, if, if you look at our mining operation, we actually produce, you know, X-gate, meaning that um, we don't have to transport our material. So we do have a partner that is responsible for that. So we haven't been really impacted by that. Ah, all right. Well, let's talk about government's role and contribution to the business. Just frame that for us in terms of road construction and renewable energy projects. So let's start with road construction. So if you look at our order book currently, particularly within the roads and earthworks division, 30% of that order book mainly is Sandral. And I mean, we've been working with Sandral as a client for as long as I can remember. We're executing, we're executing very well. And obviously in that space, we are anticipating more work and we do have capacity in place to be able to execute that work. Secondly, looking at the renewable space, um, work that we've been doing around that, um, obviously there have been delays in terms of round five and round six of renewables. We're still waiting for financial closure on, on those projects. And once you know those projects reach financial close, we believe we should be able to benefit from that. And also other projects as well, Zenati, in terms of you know the South African border posts, um, those um, six tenders are out and we are responding, we're doing our due diligence in terms of responding to that work. So in terms of the market outlook, in terms of infrastructure in South Africa, we are quite excited and we are ready to take on some of those projects. Ah, all right. Well, Felicia, as we close off the conversation, I mean, what is Rabix uh, focusing on now to secure another solid showing in the remaining six months of the current financial year? So our strategy is not more to chase turnover, but to make sure that, you know, we, we continue on building this solid quality order book. We want to make sure, number one, that we achieve profitability. We get good margins from the work that we have. We've got solid order book and we execute and execute. And that's one thing that we've been doing well over the years. That is our focus to grow organically, especially in Western Australia and with the execution of our projects. Uh, all right. Well, thank you so much for your time and for giving us uh, more insights on the results that we saw coming out of Raubix today. Uh, that was the CEO uh, of Raubix, Felicia Msiza.